0: Welcome to our Wednesday podcast on the Psalms. Some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 19. This current century and the previous one have been big on communication. And all the different forms of technology we've been using to communicate during coronavirus lockdown underlines that. In this Psalm we are reminded that God has been in the communication business from the beginning of time. It is his nature, it is part of his character to want to communicate to us, to reveal himself to us. So how does God communicate? Firstly, through creation, verses one to six. It is clear that as David studied creation, he saw God revealed in all his glory and might. So in verse one, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. The broad expanse of the sky, the moving majestic clouds, the sun and moon, the stars beyond number, all reveal one more glorious and powerful than we can ever imagine. This revelation from the skies is non-stop. In verse 2, day to day pours out speech, night to night reveals knowledge. And in verse 4, it is universal. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. As C.H. Spurgeon says, All men must hear God's voice in nature if they are only willing to do so. Very especially for David, the sun in the sky reveals God. In verse 5 and 6, the sun is like a strong man as it runs its course and as it makes a steady circuit from one end of the heavens to the other. The sun is clearly stronger than anything else David knew, but that makes its creator even mightier. In these first six verses, when David mentions God, it is once, and in verse 1. The Hebrew word in that instance is El. And the word El comes from a root word meaning might, strength, power. So David is clear that creation reveals God to be a God of strength and power. Secondly, God communicates through what is written down. In other words, the scriptures, verses 7 to 11. In these verses, David notes the scriptures' varied forms. Law, testimony, precepts, commandment, rules. He acknowledges that the scriptures have immense value. As verse 10 says, more to be desired are they than gold sweeter also than honey he acknowledges that the scriptures have great benefit in these verses they revive give wisdom give joy give enlightenment and give warning and he acknowledges that the scriptures are utterly reliable and trustworthy in these verses they are perfect sure right, pure, enduring, forever. This is a much more intimate revelation than that of creation. And with the shift in focus from creation to the scriptures, there is a shift in the word used for God. In the Hebrew, David uses the word Jehovah, translated in our English Bible as Lord in capitals. And he uses it six times in three verses. Jehovah denotes God's covenant relationship with his people. David considers that God revealing himself in the scriptures is a God who has an intimate, committed relationship with his people. The scriptures left none of David's sins, conscious or unconscious, hidden. And in verses 12 and 13, he prays against both types of sin. And in verse 14, he prays that God will give him, David, a desire to please God. What a revelation of God. Strong, mighty, powerful, yet in a committed relationship with his people. It is no wonder David finishes with, O Lord, my rock and Redeemer. Join me on Friday for Psalm 20.